Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Hi, Changemaker. It's Holly Rustic here with Grant Writing and funding and I am so glad that you are listening to this show today. It's a very special special day so we're releasing this the day before Christmas. All right guys so Merry Merry Christmas. Happy holidays out there to everyone who's listening. I appreciate you listening over your holiday and yeah I just want to provide you the best value that I can to help grow your nonprofit or grant writing consultancy. So here we go today. So we have a really great episode today. And this is where I'm interviewing Mike Chamberlain, the CEO of Grant Professionals Association. So he's going to give you all of the kind of ins and outs of what they actually do. So I do get a lot of you asking me, Holly, should I become a certified grant writing expert? Should I get a, some kind of certification? And of course, certifications are great. I mean, I even offer certifications for people who go through my courses. These are fantastic. But as far as getting a national certification, right, people are wondering where to go, what to do, all of that. So I have Mike on the show today to really discuss what their certification looks like, but it's actually not even his certification. They partner with the grant writing professionals to offer this certificate, right? But as far as the Grant Professional Association, they have a membership. It has access to different types of value and services and features and benefits and all that kind of stuff. So he's going to talk about that today. But what I really like about Mike, and you're going to hear this in his bio, is I love his business background. So he really has a good head on his shoulders with his education and expertise on running businesses and entrepreneurial ventures, that sort of thing. So it's really interesting. Um, it was great talking to him. I had a really good conversation with him. And this is actually was recorded the week before I went to the Grant Writing uh, Professional Association conference. So they have a national conference every November. And I was able to be a speaker um, at the conference and to be able to connect with people there. So really, really awesome time. You guys are going to hear more um, podcasts about that experience and just meeting different people in the grant writing profession. So without further ado, though, I would like to introduce Mike. So Mike Chamberlain is an association executive with over 30 years of leadership experience with for-profit and nonprofit organizations including national and international associations. Mike grew up in Omaha, Nebraska with his parents, Al and Cindy Chamberlain, and his two younger sisters. He enjoyed camping and other outdoor activities such as Boy Scouts, and ultimately he earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I love that he includes this in his bio. It's so cute. Um, Mike graduated from Creighton Prep High School and moved to Kansas City to attend Rockhurst University. At Rockhurst University, Mike earned an undergraduate degree in marketing management, and he met the love of his life, his wife, Jackie. Mike and Jackie made their home in Kansas City area after graduation. Jackie is a professional artist and a member of Summit Art in Lee's Summit, Missouri. Mike enjoys all forms of exercise and is an age group triathlete with a dream of completing an Ironman distance triathlon. And his hobbies include woodworking, home improvement projects, and being a Nebraska football fan, and of course, reading. Mike and his wife Jackie share their home in Lee's Summit with their dog Rifkin. 
Mike is a certified association executive. He has an active role in several local organizations, includes serving on different types of boards. So we're going to be talking about one of those boards on this show, so it's pretty interesting. Mike has been a speaker at the Professional Convention Management Association Annual Convention and the American Society of Association Executives Annual Conference. All right, guys, so we're going to go ahead and talk to Mike. Please enjoy the show and definitely check out grantwritingandfunding.com so you can get all of the show notes for this very, very special podcast. Once again, that is www.grantwritingandfunding.com. So definitely check out the podcast, get all of the links that he's talking about. And yeah, see if you're interested in getting this national certification in grant writing or attending the annual conference or looking at their webinars and their different sources that they have. So they definitely have different resources available on their website, even for free. So please do check it out. I am a member of their membership currently, and it's great to connect with other people there as well. All right, guys. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everyone out there. My name is Holly Rustic, and I welcome you to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, and I'm here to help you grow capacity, increase funding, and to advance mission. And I'm super excited today, like always, because I always have these amazing guests on this show. I have Mr. Mike Chamberlain, and he is the CEO of Grant Professionals Association since 2015. He is a current board member for New Landings, which is a nonprofit organization, and he also is the owner and CEO of Westminster Association Group. So he just brings a lot of great stuff to you, to you guys today, and I'm really excited because we were just chatting before this, and we were talking about, I don't talk about grant writing certifications very often. So I really love that he's on SEO, the Grant Professionals Association, which is a huge organization that does offer grant writing certification. So he's going to talk about that today, but I love, love, love his business background. So we're definitely going to, definitely going to go there a bit. So anyways, Mike, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Holly, it's my pleasure. I'm glad to be here and glad to share a little bit about what GPA, the Grant Professionals Association does and what the Grant Professional Certification Institute, GPCI, does uh, regarding certifying grant professionals. Great. Yeah, I'm super excited. So, but before we get into that, I kind of wanted to talk about your story. Like, what got you involved with all of this? You've been there now <laughs> since 2015, right? You right. also run your own business. You're also very active in the community. So, I'm like, I want to know more about you. <laughs> like, sure. Can you yeah, your story? <laughs> So, so I'm an, I'm an association executive by training. I kind of say that, but I actually went to school with, and got a degree in marketing and management, went out to the real world and uh, worked in retail for a little bit. And then I found an association. Uh, it was a large medical specialty society and kind of cut my teeth there about learning about associations, which are kind of a different kind of nonprofit. And then about eight years ago, I had the opportunity to go and do something different. And that's when I started my own consulting business and did some work with, uh, with New Landings, uh, which is basically was an opportunity for people who had been let go from their organizations. And so it was an opportunity for them to explore new opportunities. And we called it new landings because it may be they created a new landing in a new job. They created a new landing by creating their own opportunity through entrepreneurship, um, a lot of different things. So that, that was a, it's an exciting organization to help people make that transition and make the leap. So anyhow, um, for me, then uh, I also worked at an association management company for a little bit of time. 
And then prior to coming to GPA, I worked for the, I was the executive director for the National Association of Parliamentarians. That's the group that is responsible for Robert's Rules of Order. So if you've ever sat in a board meeting and had somebody talk about Robert's Rules of Order or parliamentary procedure, that's that's the group that kind of watches. The good old board meeting. Yes, yes. We fall back on. Yes. (laughs) So anyhow, I landed at the, I started working at GPA about five years ago, and it's been a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. We've got a fantastic staff. The members are tremendous. And one of the things that I find so great about it is the work that GPA members do to impact their communities, whether Mm -hmm. they're working for a nonprofit or working for a city or a state or working in a university setting, healthcare, and there's all kinds of settings. Um, But the work that they do that really impacts their communities. So pretty fantastic. Yeah, a, yeah, it really is. Anytime in grant writing, right, you look out there and when people are working with nonprofits, it's it's so cool to see all of the different projects and all of the change, that positive impact in the world, right, just through people. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, and you're, you're exactly right. It's that impact piece that I think continues to drive things for so many people is that, yeah. you know, that they think, well, it's just one grant. Yeah, but that's one grant that impacts so many people and, and has such a great impact on on communities and individuals. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So you had like this whole, I love that you've touched, I really love how thorough your resume is. Like, honestly, I was like looking at you and LinkedIn, LinkedIn too, and I was like, oh, this guy's so interesting. And then we were chatting and I was like, I love, love, love that you have this business background, you have an MBA, you have entrepreneurship kind of, you know, a certification, I believe, or a degree, right? In entrepreneurship? So I, I actually went through a entrepreneurship training program, um, the Kauffman Foundation, um, which is pretty oh. well known for their yeah. entrepreneurship program. Um, so I went through what's called a Fast Track New Venture Program. It's a 10-week mm-hmm. 10-week program. It's just phenomenal. Really runs you through the whole concept from, from concept to a business plan and steps you all the way through it. And what it takes to launch your launch your business. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's kind of funny for me. One of the people that was in that class with me started a local office furniture business, and she has become one of the local stars, if you will, of entrepreneurs because of. And I, I, I credit myself. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> she, but she, you know, I could tell even when she was in the class, she just really had a, a, an excellent focus and excellent business sense, and she's done amazingly successful for herself. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, and and so what's kind of interesting too, having had that experience, um, one of the things that we find occasionally at GPA is we get entrepreneurs contacting us to say, how do I get a grant to start my business? Yes. Um, And there's not a lot out there in that realm but we direct them to the right places to, to have people, you know, have conversations, whether that's through the small business development agency, or there are some other programs out there, but, you know, it's kind of interesting to, to see that. And then also see it from the other side where we're freelancers and people who are independent grant professionals, they have that entrepreneur bug. They want to work for themselves or they want to, they want to start that, that business and, and see it grow. So kind of interesting to see that that cross-pollination, if you will. Yeah, that is, is, is that um, the Kauffman Foundation, is that you have to compete to get into that program? 
them? Is that a competitive process or is that something anyone could check out or they're interested? Because it just uh, sound, I've heard of the, them before and it sounds like an amazing program, but. Yeah, when I went through the program, it wasn't a competitive program, but about two years after I went through the program, because I'm an alumni and so they keep me up to date on it. One of the things that they've done is because they want to encourage entrepreneurism, they've made it more open. So mm-hmm. I can't remember if it's Kaufman Fast Track or if, if, you, if you research Kaufman Foundation, Um, in their fast track program online, they've really opened that up to make it available to more people. When I went through it, they were going through a number of universities to try to expand the program across the country and have universities teach the program, but they've gone to a much more open online model. And so um, there's a lot more resources out there for entrepreneurs. Oh, that's really great. Yeah, that is. And we do have a lot of listeners who are wanting to transition into freelance grant writing or into freelance nonprofit consultation. So this is really good because, um, or they, they're kind of there, right? So, and I like that you mentioned New Landings, a nonprofit that, you know, you're currently a board member and that you were, you were a part of before, right? So this is really cool. I like that, that sense because there's so many people that are, you know, why they want to go into freelancing is they're retiring, they're getting, or they're, maybe they're a spouse in the military, right? Like I just interviewed a guy a couple weeks ago and that was his thing is his wife's in the military. They move a lot. Instead of looking for a new job every time they move, right? So, and, or they're, you know, they're a mom and they need to be at home, like with little kids and, you know, they need to have this kind of flexibility and freedom. So it's really important to also give the tools because being a freelancer, because I'm a freelance consultant, right? And I, I totally get it. Like it's a different game than, and I've also worked at nonprofits, right? I've been grant writer or grant manager at nonprofits, all of that kind of stuff, totally different game, right? So like getting your own clients, knowing how to even like price and package your daily, like what you offer, like right. it's so different, right? So yeah. So I love that you have that experience because what I get too is a lot of people, they come and they think they can just turn around either in the nonprofit world too, right? So they can, they can start a nonprofit within a few months, they're going to be making the same or more salary than the job that they just came from, right? And they're going to have all the benefits and the grants right. are going to be rolling in. <laughs> or the same thing, like, I'm going to transition to freelancing. So it's just six figures like that, right? And not only working 10 hours a week, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, not, <laughs> so I love that you bring the reality and the education behind you and the experience to be like, okay, so Yeah. So how do you, like, I'm sure you have people also like kind of ask these kind of questions at GPA or in your life that you're part of, right? Because you touch so many different nonprofits and and freelancers, like, what do you kind of say to those questions or those kind of assumptions, if you will? Well, you know, one of the, one of the interesting things is um, the, one of the things that we offer at GPA is we have a private online community for our members called Grant Zone. And one of the sections there is for our consultants. And it's been interesting to watch the conversations and participate in those conversations with people who say, you know, I'm thinking about becoming an independent consultant. I'm thinking about going out on my own. What do I do? What is the first place to start? And, and is there enough work out there? Right. And so it's, it's interesting. Most of the advice, and, and I would agree with this for a lot of people, is especially if you're currently working for an organization, consider doing some on the side. Yeah. Start small. Get a couple clients. Mm-hmm. See how it works. Understand the ins and outs of it. Um, just like you said, you're not going to step away and go from 40 hours a week one place and start doing 10 hours a week making the same amount. It just doesn't yeah. work that way. 
So, you know, start small, see if it's something that you do like. Is it something that you do enjoy that flexibility? Is that something that's important for you? There's a lot of different scenarios, several of which you mentioned that that is how many of our members started out in that field, you know, whether it's from, you know, a spouse moving or they moved and decided to to make a different choice in how they were going to approach um, making money, if you will, um, as an independent grant professional. And then the other piece of it is developing that business plan then. Figure out what you're going to do. Are you going to be, are you just going to write grant proposals? Mm -hmm. Or do you want to be a bigger full-scale consultant? Do you want to be able to come in and do research for an organization? Not necessarily write the proposal, say, I'm going to help you help the organization be ready for grant, and then I'm going to help you research the opportunities, but you're responsible for writing proposals. Um, And then some of our other folks do grant management consulting. So on Mm -hmm. the other side, a little bit of the post-award stuff um, that say, I'm going to help you set up your systems. I'm going to help you with the reporting that you need to do on on the other side of winning a grant award. So there's Mm -hmm. all kinds of opportunity, but again, part of that is, and this does kind of go back to that entrepreneurship piece of it, what do you want to do? What's your value proposition? What's the important thing for you as, you know, thinking about yourself as a business? What do you bring to the table and and what's going to be valuable? And so many nonprofits, and, and you probably see this too, so many nonprofits don't have the internal resources to do grant programs. Right. But they can they can get value from getting a grant. So there's that opportunity for an independent grant professional to come in and help them out, even if it's just a short term basis. You know, it's helping them get one or two grants and then and then moving on. Or for others, it's helping them create a grant program for the organization and doing right. kinds of all kinds of different consulting work. It, and Again, I could kind of go on and on about consulting because I think there's just so many opportunities within the whole grant right life cycle to do different things. Right. Absolutely. Even that's what I always, we touch on this a lot on the podcast and, you know, it's about diversifying your funding streams is what I always talk about too. And those are the different things. Like you can also, you know, you can do grant research. Like you said, you can do SWOT analysis. You can do a strategic planning. There's so many different things that you can do with nonprofits or even just helping them get set up and get grant ready. So working on their bylaws, like helping put together nonprofits, you know, making sure that they start out of the gate, like, right, (laughs) correctly, you know, and they, so there's a lot. Right, that you can do, and and the more you are into it, it's the clients that come to you with their problems, looking for solutions. That sometimes you start to branch out and grow your consultancy, or you refer them to other experts because you're like, I totally don't like doing that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and you're absolutely right because I think two things. I think one, it's really important for people to recognize and realize with many grant professionals, if you're developing a grant proposal you've talked to the people in the programming area. You've talked to the people in the finance area. You've probably talked to the executive director. You Mm -hmm. get that whole picture of the organization and you really are in kind of a unique position in the organization because you've touched all parts of the organization from and you have that holistic view because that's how you're telling the story in, in your grant proposal um, of what the impact is going to be and how the funds are going to be used and all of that piece. So the, you bring that unique perspective, not only internal to your organization, but as a consultant as well. And I think the other thing is, just as you said, 
the other thing that I know a lot of people do is they'll build up their own network of consultants so that if mm -hmm. somebody says, I need somebody to help me with program evaluation, I may not do that, but I know who does. And so working in collaboration with other people, it, it really makes a big difference. Yeah, and I see even, um, so full disclosure, everyone, I am a member of GPA. So yeah, so I am like, I, you know, I want Mike to come on because I am going to be speaking at the conference coming up, their annual conference. So I'm really excited about that. But even as a new member, I, you know, I like the resources and that's one of the reasons I became a member. And I love that grant zone. I love being able to go in and say, these are my people and I can network even with these people online, even if they don't live in my geographic area, but you're finding different experts in different fields that do different things, right? And they're looking for work too, you know that. So you can kind of maybe, right? Um, <laughs> not all of them, right? <laughs> no, it doesn't mean more. But uh, yeah, I mean, most people, at least they can, they have that kind of, that vocabulary and that knowledge and that, that ability to network. And I really, I really liked that. I'm, the the uh, website itself is very robust when you're in the membership because you can actually go in. There's even jobs posted there that you guys have. So if people are looking for certain jobs and there's just, there's a lot of different information in there. That's very valuable, I think, to freelance writers or even just grant writers, people that are getting into it or nonprofit work. So I'm um, just kind of segueing into the certification now, because that is a question I get quite a bit is Holly, I'm new to grant writing. Should I get a certification in grant writing? Which one should I get? Right. And for sure. me, I've kind of like just touched the basis of it a little bit here and there where I'm like, well, it really is a more about what grants you've won that your clients are going to be interested in and you know that you're writing grants <laughs> so <laughs> they don't really know what the certification means right so it's right. like if it's gonna help you though right and that's even me I mean I have uh, more than 15 years of experience in grant writing but I like I said I'm a new member too because it's not because I wanted to that, you know, to have a logo, it's more about, oh, this is a resource for me. So yeah, can you kind of touch on like how you guys really look at your membership and your certification? Sure. So I'll, I'll talk about two parts there. Kind of the first part is GPA membership. Um, and one of the things that really we try to make sure, and, and this has been from the very founding of the organization, mm -hmm. a, a keystone of GPA is our code of ethics. Mm -hmm. And that we believe strongly in the, in the code of ethics and that grant professionals and GPA members follow that code of ethics. And that's about doing the right thing. I mean, that's mm -hmm. the short, that's the very short version of our code of ethics. <laughs> it's doing the right thing. It's doing the right thing for the organization and as a consultant, following the laws, following the rules, making sure that the information presented in proposal is accurate and complete, that the grant funds are used for what they're intended to be used for, um, mm -hmm. And the reporting is done in a, in a timely manner. And that's, that's a short overview of it. But that's one of the things that we believe really set GPA members apart from anybody who just comes out and says, oh, I'm, I can write a grant for you. So mm -hmm. we really try to set ourselves apart as being, having that, that code of ethics backing us up. And, and as you mentioned, then the resources that we provide to our members to be able to do that and to, to advance themselves professionally, advance themselves in their career, and, and to be more proficient and more effective for their organizations in, in the whole grants arena. Then on the certification side, it's actually run by a separate organization called the Grant Professional Certification Institute. And they have a credential called the GPC, which is a grant professional certified. Pleased to announce, or this has been announced, but um, the GPC credential has been accredited 
by the NCCA, which is the National Credential Commission. I can't remember what the A stands for. Um, National Certifying, sorry, that's what it is, National Certifying Credential Administration. But the short version of this is it's an accredited credential. So they have gone through yeah, a process. Cool. They've gone through a process where the credential itself and the processes that they do to maintain that credential have been accredited. Um, mm -hmm. so, and that's really is, is a big deal. But the credential really is about testing your not only providing information about who you are and what you've done to show that you've been in the field for a little bit of time, but then it also tests your ability as a grant professional and really sets you apart as a as somebody who's achieved a level of accomplishment. So I, I happen to be a certified association executive. So that also means that I've done training, and et cetera, to set myself apart from my peers in the association community. And the, the GPC is that same thing. It really sets people apart in terms of saying that I've been able to demonstrate through a psychometrically validated exam and through my work product that I'm somebody who understands how to put together a grant proposal and how to manage grant funds. Mm -hmm. So there's, and it's not just, I went and took a course and got a, got a certificate from taking this one day course. This, this really tests your abilities and skills as a grant professional. And it's about what, you know, there's a lot that goes into it in terms of developing what, what we, call a job analysis, which is looking at what do grant professionals do in their job and how, how can we evaluate that through, through an exam and through the work, that, the work product that they've done over time. So there's that, that element of it in terms of the credential really does set you apart. And as for an independent consultant, that's one of the things that's kind of a nice thing. And that's what many of our GPCs and in their consulting practice talk about the fact that they have set themselves apart by by taking this exam and by by going through the process of showing that they are credentialed. Nice, nice. And how how rigorous is the process? Like, so if somebody is like they become a member and then they can go for the certification, or because the certification is a separate entity, they can also just do the certification without being a member, right? Correct. So yes. They have like the both. Yeah. Right. Right. So one of the really nice things that the Grant Professional Certification Institute has done. Um, and if you go to their website, which is www.grantcredential.org, they have a quick survey tool that's a, that it's, it's a qualification survey. And so you mm -hmm. can go through that process to see if you qualify to take the exam. Um, it won't nice. take you to the actual exam or that process, but it'll give you a lot of information and tell you if you qualify to take the exam. Mm -hmm. One of the really nice things about that is it gives you results at the end of that to say, here's where you may need to do more work, or here's an area that you may think about before you approach going for the credential. The GPCI website has a lot of great information on it in terms of what the credential means and what's involved in getting that credential. So as you mentioned, you don't have to be a GPA member to, to take the exam. You do get a discount for being a GPA member. And mm -hmm. one of the things that we certainly do is we try to provide education and resources for members so that they can be prepared to take the exam. Okay, nice. Yeah. And then you do work hand in hand a lot too. So for instance, if somebody that you have to keep up your certification, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to get- Yes. Okay. And um, then you're at the conference then that you guys have <clears throat> annually, then people can get CEUs for attending the different workshops or right sessions, that sort of thing. 
Yes, absolutely. So not only can you get the CEUs for attending the annual conference, but all of our webinars that we offer, and we normally offer one or two webinars a month, have GPC credits, CEU credits with them as well. One of the things that we've done in the last few years is tied the GPC competencies. So there's competency areas that the, that the exam covers. And we try to make sure that our webinars cover one of those competencies. Mm-hmm. And, and as a GPA member, or even as a non-member, if you subscribe to our, to our weekly e-news, um, we normally have an article in the, in the weekly e-news. And you, if you notice down kind of at the bottom of the article, sometimes it's the top, it'll say what competencies are covered in that article. So mm-hmm. if it's, for example, last week we had an article on, on ethics. Mm-hmm. So, and one of the competencies covered in the GPC exam is about ethical behavior by grant professionals. So we try to make that tie in so that as people look and say, you know, maybe you do more with nonprofits that don't, that do a lot of work with foundations, but not as much with federal grants. So we give you an opportunity to, to get some of that education through some of the webinars and things that we offer on federal grants that would help you in, in building up that knowledge base. Right. So that's also to say people don't necessarily have to go to the national conferences and get Mankin or whatnot. Right. They can also get those CEUs through the, those webinars um, yeah. that you provide as well. So that's that's really helpful. And just to be able to really define and target what they're, what they're looking for, right? So I like that yes. you're doing different types. So that's helpful because I know a lot of people too. They're like, I don't want to touch a federal grant. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, that's a monster. And I'm like, yeah, it's a monster, but it's good. (laughs) But yeah, it's one of those things, right? So I like you have those different competencies that people can really focus on. So that's good. Yeah, absolutely. And and like you said, it's, it's interesting to talk to people because I, I know some um, organizations that, that they won't touch a federal grant at all that are you know fully foundation based and the next organization I, I mean I know a handful of people that practically all they do is federal grants um, yeah and they are very comfortable in that space yeah absolutely so that's great so going through the um, certification then how long does it take then about I mean is it self-paced is it something you know just if people are really interested in finding out more information like yeah it's it's self-paced so um once you go through the application so it it does take a little bit of time to go through the application process so you start with that survey as long as you go through that qualification survey Mm -hmm. then you would if if you qualify, then you can go through the application process. So you, there's some information that you have to complete in the application and submit your application. Uh, those applications are reviewed on a monthly basis by the GPCI committee that does exam qualification. One of the really nice things that GPCI does is they work with an international testing center. So you can schedule once you are once you go through the application process and are deemed qualified to sit for the exam then basically they give you a a code that you can take to the testing center. And so you can set up the testing based on your availability. And there really are testing centers pretty much everywhere across the U.S. And I know they have international locations as well. Now, I will also just mention that um, the GPCI credential is is primarily U.S. focused at this point in time, but they're looking at expanding it to be, to having more international flavor to it. But at this point in time, you know, you can, you can schedule the exam based on your, on your schedule and in a testing center near you. Um, It is a two-part exam. There's an essay portion and a multiple choice portion, but again, that's up to you to schedule that. Um, And then the 
scoring takes place after that. And it takes about a month for that scoring to be done um, mm -hmm. because of the way the exam is scored um, and evaluated. And so mm -hmm. there's a little bit of evaluation process to that. So overall, it, it can take probably two to three months from the time you start the process to, to the final, um, final mm -hmm. notification of the credential. Right. And, and about how much is it? I knew you were going to ask me that question, and I knew I should have looked that up before I, <laughs> before I got on the call. And, and actually, part of the reason I'm, I'm going to make an excuse here, but they are changing the pricing, and I can't okay. remember what the new pricing is. But okay. if you go to grant, grantcredential.org, all the information is available there. Okay. And I'll have that, that link in the show notes for everyone. So yeah, you guys can definitely see it there, and I'll, I'll put the price there too. So I just yes. thought, okay, this is something my listeners would be asking too right now. Yeah. <laughs> How much? So, and I do like that you also mentioned if you are a DPA member, you get a discount. So, and I think it's pretty substantial. Um, and it yeah, is. sorry, I don't recall the cost right off the top of my head. You know, so, <laughs> but I know that there was a pretty substantial cost difference. So that was really, really helpful and a value add for the membership. So yeah, now that we kind of looked at, okay, you guys have a lot of different sources and I do recommend everyone check out your website because they can really see all of the information that you have there, different forums, the membership, um, different webinars, like you have so many different things listed. And to get on the mailing list, you can kind of see what's offered and get different articles delivered to your inbox. But another really big thing you guys do every year, and um, yeah, I'm excited to talk about this, like I said, because I'm going to DC <laughs> this year, it's gonna be in DC, is your annual conference. So yes. can you kind of talk about that a little bit? Mm -hmm. Sure, our, our annual conference, this is our 21st annual conference this year in Washington, DC. It's it's grown pretty expansively. Um, we I had the opportunity last year to uh, at our 20th anniversary to talk to four of the six original founders of GPA. Um, it was really cool to sit down and, and talk with them. And it was kind of funny to hear them talk about the first conference when they had 10 people show up and they were all excited about the 10 people who showed up to a, a, a university in Des Moines, Iowa. On, on a Saturday morning to to actually hear a local professor talk about ethics. So, so, so this year to show you how we've grown. So this year we'll have over 850 people, uh, grant professionals wow. at at our conference in Washington That's, D.C. and yeah. and this year we'll have another 100 more than 100 people that will be participating via a live stream. So oh, nice. we're live streaming some of our sessions this year. Uh, it's, we've, we've seen that that's, a, a, again, kind of an opportunity for people who may not have travel budgets, but still want to get that education. So we're trying to, to find new ways to continue to get people involved and engaged. But what's, what's great about the conference is it's two and a half days of grants. And what's, what people talk about about our conference is the fact that when they go there, they've, they really have found their people. You know, they, you hear people talk about, I found my tribe, I found my people. Um, that's, it's where the great people meet is what we say mm -hmm. about the GPA annual conference. And it's amazing to watch the interactions with people. Um, you know, we've, as a matter of fact, one of the one of the conversations that's happened very recently is a couple people posted in one of our forums and said, hey, I'm going to the conference and I, I do a lot of faith-based work. Is there anybody else who does faith-based work? And mm -hmm. people have just responded left and right saying, hey, yeah, I do. Can we meet? Can we connect? And so they're 
planning to get together for lunch one day to have a conversation about what are the challenges of doing grants work in faith-based organizations. Okay. So it's a, it's a great opportunity for people to meet from across the country, mm-hmm. to know that you're not alone. Uh, <laughs> as, many, as sometimes many grant professionals, kind of the only person in their organization that, that do grants. Mm-hmm. So they talk, they speak their language, they know what the challenges are, they you know, it's kind of one of those, I feel your pain kind of thing. And I I can be a resource for you as well. And that's, and that's one of the great things about GPA members as well, whether it's through the online community or the annual conference, you get to meet people who are willing to share their experiences with you and share resources as well. Right. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it just because of that too, because it can be, like you said, very isolating, whether you're writing grants at a nonprofit, you're usually one of the few or only grant writers and that nonprofit and, or if you're a consultant, right, you're, then you're a lot of times you're working out of your home or you're working just out of a single office and, you know, you just don't have the ability to really connect with people. You know what I mean? So much. And I like that. Love that example, actually, about him being like, hey, I'm faith-based. Is there, is there anyone else out there? Because the other thing, a lot of people would be like, well, why would you want to connect with people in your same field? Because they're your competitors. And right. But here it's like, no, we're going to support one another. And maybe we can offer. Maybe when I get too many clients and I can't, you know, like I, I'm at my threshold, I can call you up. Right. You know what I mean? To be like, hey, yeah. be on that or something. That's just by referrals. Right. And maybe you have a referral network then. So there's so many different things that you can do um, as far as working together. That's really powerful. So yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, absolutely. And and you mentioned that about the competitors thing. That's one of one of our past presidents has talked about that. He said, you know, I, when I first found about this organization, I said, why would I want to go meet with all my competitors? And he said, but I went to the meeting and he said, what I found was people were willing to share and they were willing to share tips, you know, about how do you, how do you approach a particular foundation? How do you tell your story? How do you, how do you do a budget narrative that's, that's instructive to a, to a foundation? And he said, it was just amazing. And he said, and I've gone to the other side, if you will, of being willing to share that stuff. Because sometimes, you know, in some cases, it's a foundation that they'll, they'll do a grant one time to an organization and won't repeat that. So it's an opportunity to share that lesson and share those, those learnings. Um, and really that is, again, that community that we develop in the, at, at the annual conferences, that opportunity to get face to face with somebody and, and just share a little bit, exchange information. And then, you know, you never know, it might be six months later that you pick up the phone and, and say, hey, we talked at the GPA annual conference. And first of all, you know that they're a grant professional. You know they're somebody who can speak your language and understand the challenges you're facing. And maybe they can be that resource and help you work your way through that challenge. Yeah, that's fantastic. I love that. So annually, so um, people may be listening to this podcast or watching this YouTube channel at different times. So we are coming into November, the beginning of November. Is it always at the same time about every year? But I know it moves around, right? So Right. It moves around the country, um, but it is around the first week of November. One of the things that we found is that seems to work out timing-wise pretty well for both our members and the vendor exhibitors that come and, and share information about different products and services available to support grant professionals. So this year in 2019, we're in Washington, D.C. 2020, we'll be in Denver, Colorado. 
and then in 2021 we'll be in Seattle, Washington. So we do move it around the country to make sure that you know for people that have different travel budgets and and give people the opportunity to come be with their people and meet their people um, in different mm-hmm. locales. I love that. So yeah, this has been such a good conversation. I just, I think it's going to be really beneficial for the people listening because, you know, you talked about um, just your own background and how, you know, diversifying even your background, it doesn't necessarily have to be your background has to be a nonprofit master's (laughs) degree (laughs) of some sort, right? Right, right. Nonprofit philanthropy or whatever, you know what I mean? Like we can actually come from different backgrounds, but it's when you have the experience of working with nonprofits, maybe you have served on boards, right? These sort of things. And even bringing that business background to the nonprofit world is really, really cool and important, I think. So I definitely think that's great. And I love that you touched on the membership and just even me as a newbie in the membership, um, been able to entertain my questions. Um, <laughs> so, sure. and um, also the, the conference, the certification, all of these things that are really important that people start thinking about when they're freelance grant writers or just for their grant writers and their nonprofit. Like, do we actually need to be certified? What, what needs to happen? Are there, are, are there resources out there that are credible that we can use? And I'm really excited that you brought that up about the certification, the accreditation, because that is huge. That's actually yeah. a really thing. So um, definitely, um, yeah, if you are looking for different certifications in grant writing, this would be one you can look at. And, you know, I mean, definitely you check around, but this is definitely one that's accredited. So it has some weight to it. Absolutely. So anything else that you would like to add to the show? Benefit the listeners? You know, one of the one of the other things that I'll, I'll share about um, GPA and one of the member benefits that we have mm-hmm. is we have a relationship with GrantStation. So if you're familiar with GrantStation, they're a a database of grant opportunities. So GPA members get free access, they get a free subscription to GrantStation as a part of their GPA membership. So for a lot of people that pays for their individual membership, you know, and, and then we provide a lot of other resources and bonuses. Um, you know, and, and I mentioned GrantZone earlier. One of the things that I think is so great about that is that's a community of grant professionals. Um, And so when you ask a question of that group, you know you're talking to your peers and you know that the advice you're going to get is solid advice. It's from people who have been in the trenches just like you and they know exactly what you're talking about. And it's, it's, phenomenal for me because I do, I, I read and stay up with the community. It's phenomenal to me, the, not only the great advice you get, but also the, the compassion from other GPA members that say, you know, I've been there, done that. I've been through those trials and tribulations of, you know, writing 10 proposals and not getting any of them funded. Um, right. You know, keep your chin up. Here's, here's what you can learn from that. And here's how you grow and, and develop it and develop your career from that. So it's, it's a very supportive community. It is. And I, I've been um, active on and off in the community and I really do like it. I'd like the feedback that I get and I like to be able to also support other people. And, and I love, like people will even share in there, like, um, here's a, a sample contract that I did. Yes. You know what I mean? Stuff like that, that you wouldn't really think about, but it's really valuable to be like, oh my gosh, I don't have to develop that. Somebody <laughs> developed it and they're sharing it. And then I can kind of see how they did it and how I might want to tweak it. But, you know, it's yes. like these really big frameworks that, you know, 
that's great that people are actually using and implementing. So that's really, really key. I love that. But yeah, definitely the grant zone is, is a great place to connect. But just real quick, so you guys have been 21 years of doing the conference. Yeah. How long have you guys had the grant zone for? Grant zone's been around, I think, three years. I think we're coming up on its oh, okay. four-year anniversary. So. So it's kind of a new thing, but how I kind of look at it and why I ask that is because, you know, everybody's in these Facebook groups, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like a hybrid Facebook group in a way, but you know other people have been kind of vetted to get into that group. So yes. it's like, yeah, it's it's a kind of a sophisticated Facebook group, <laughs> so it, that you can it, go to. Yeah, it, it is, and and the other piece to that, and and you rec- you mentioned the contracts and things like that. There are a ton of resources that people have uploaded, whether it's contracts, whether it's spreadsheets that people have developed for grant tracking. You know, there's been some great conversations around. You know, how do I manage? the proposal process? What are some tools that I can use from a project management point of view? And a lot of people have uploaded their their spreadsheets or or said, if you're interested, connect with me and I'll I'll send them to you. Again, very, very giving and um, and supportive community. And I think we can also look at that too, is um, not only a lot of times with these people in different geographic areas, so they think, oh, if you're competing with me, you're not competing with my people and my hood kind of a thing. But <laughs> the other thing is like, it's not only that, but there's so, even if you, they were in your hood, right? right? There's so many nonprofits. There are literally like millions and they're new every day yes. and applying every day. There's so many people out there that are looking for grant writers that we have not saturated the market. So I think that's something to consider, right? To be like, don't be afraid. Don't get in the scarcity mindset because there is a lot of opportunity out there. And the more we work together, we can build up, you know, more help for people too. Like, what are we really doing this for? And to kind of backtrack it to the beginning of what we were talking about to see all the really cool work out there in the world, right? It's, um, yeah, that's what we do it for. We do it to make the world a better place. Like, honestly, it sounds kind of cheesy, but (laughs) in my experience, that's, that's the people who step up in this game right so it's it's really it's really interesting to me but mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely um you know it's amazing one one of our one of our current board members um does some training for an organization and uh, it's kind of funny to see some of the things that she posts on social media and one time it was she was out taking a walk one evening and took a picture of a sign at a city park that said this city park brought to you by the grant from such and such and she said this makes my this makes my heart sing just knowing that somebody a grant professional went through the process to make sure that this city park was available to the community and it was done through a grant and so it's those kind of daily impacts that grant professionals make that, that make my job easy. That, that <laughs> makes it, makes it, you know, that's, that's how I get up in the morning is I know, you know, I may not write grant proposals and, and manage grant funds, but I want to make sure that grant professionals everywhere have the tools and resources so that they can make those impacts on their community. Right. Ah, such a good thing. Love that. Okay, Mike. So yeah, I love that. Okay. I'm like, we can just end now. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, we're all good. <laughs> we keep going for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, that's a great note to end on. So I love that. I love your time and energy today. And I um, also, where can people go then? Okay. We're t- we've been talking about this membership. So what is the website? Yeah. Yeah. So it's grantprofessionals.org. And on our website, you can check out information about membership. Um, You can sign up to get our weekly e-newsletter. 
and learn more about, you know, you'll get access to the articles. You can check out and sign up for upcoming webinars. You can learn about chapters in your area. We do have 49 local chapters spread across the U.S. Through the continental U.S., we're not expanding beyond that yet, but we're... we're I know. I already asked. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've, we've had some conversations with folks in Alaska and Hawaii, but we're not quite there yet. But, but there's local chapters. Uh, I mentioned the webinars earlier. There's a lot of resources that you can check out on our website. And again, there's a lot more benefits to, to members. There's some members-only resources. It, it, I did forget to mention this, too. I mentioned the webinars, but um, our... GPA members get access to our entire library of webinar, webinars for free. Mm -hmm. So that, you That's know, a great resource. It's, a, it's a tremendous resource that you can access, you know, if you're looking for a particular topic and, and want to learn more about it. Mm -hmm. It's a tremendous resource. So anyhow, go to the website, grantprofessionals.org. You can learn about membership. Again, sign up for our e-newsletter. comes out every Tuesday. Just kind of keep you up to date on things that are going on in the grants world and give you tips to help you be a better grant professional. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I know um, people listening and watching this are going to have so much value in this. I'll definitely add all these links in the show notes as well. So, and I look forward to meeting you in person next week as we're yep. recording this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. Looking forward to meeting you in person and uh, we'll have a great time in DC with, uh, with our 800 plus grant professionals hanging out together. That's right. That's right. All right. Thanks so much, Mike. Thank you, Holly. My pleasure. Do you want to join the Changemaker Tribe and get courses, downloadable checklists, samples of awarded grants, behind-the-scenes live Q&A with myself and the Tribe, and discounts on grant services? Be sure to join the Changemaker membership at www.grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash membership. Thank you for listening to this grant writing and funding podcast. I hope you've enjoyed your time. For more questions, email Holly at holly at grantwritingandfunding.com or visit www.grantwritingandfunding.com. 